Yes, welcome to another episode of It's About Time You Watch This. It's Chris. And Jordy. And today we are talking about uh, a sci-fi film from 1997. The critics have declared the fifth element is Star Wars for the 90s. Hang on. It's a sky-high sci-fi entertainment thrill ride. Any survivors? A super galactic fantasy adventure. Just say drive it a cab. Jaw-dropping, mind-blowing epic. Let's see it. Four stars, exciting and fun. The first big blast of the summer is here. Bruce Willis. The Fifth Element. The Fifth Element. Mind-blowing. Definitely a word that came to mind. I was going to say, Geordie, critics there. <laughs> you, were, you were sort of looking at me blankly with those critic announcements. Yeah. Didn't agree with that? A little bit surprising. Really? A little bit surprising. Well, that was a TV ad to get people to go and see the movie, obviously, back in the 90s. Yeah, so well, that makes that's more sense. That's why they, they towed it up like that. But yeah. look, sci-fi, it's hard to pick this with you because you are a bit of a nerd. People I am think, a nerd. People think that I'm the nerd in this relationship, but you are... Very nerdy in your own right. I'm a closet nerd. You are. And sci-fi is one that could go either way with you, I feel. I think if there's yeah. good sci-fi, I think you'd really enjoy it. Like the 100? Love the 100. Is that sci-fi? Technically. Yeah, technically, yeah. Technically, yeah. yeah. See, that kind of thing I love. So, yeah. So, this one I thought, you know, I thought it might have won you over because it had Mila Djokovic in it and yeah. she's from Resident Evil, which I know you She love. was a good point. She was, yeah. She made it better. But look, I, I can see some notes over there. What What are some of your takeaways and thoughts of this movie? Yeah, so I feel like I really had to pay attention at the start. So there was lots and lots I of questions. I feel like most movies you should be really paying attention. No, but like too much attention that I couldn't write notes. Okay. Yep, Does that okay. make sense? Yep, like okay. I was like, okay, yep. I can't stop because I'm going to miss something and I'm yep. going to get really confused. Yep. And my brain really had to work for this movie. I don't like that in a movie. Which, I'm going to be honest, for this movie, I didn't feel like your brain had to work that hard. I still don't know what I watched. I literally had to just (laughs) Google it again (laughs) because we watched it like a while ago now. We're doing this podcast a bit later. Um, And I had to Google, what was the fifth element about? Like, I, I got nothing. I remember the blue alien chick singing. That's it. The rest is gone. So right. this is going to be fun trying to decipher my thoughts and feelings I was gonna about say, it. I'm interested to see some of the notes you've got because your notes can be indecipherable at the best of times. So yeah. what have you got jotted down over there? Okay, so did it control them after they shot, which is why they couldn't move? No idea what that means. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's literally now it's this, gone. This is one of your first first notes. notes. Literally first off the bat after I had to pay attention. So I'm assuming that's maybe at the start when they're in Egypt and the they aliens were in Egypt and the aliens come down <laughs> yeah i don't know oh this is this I is going really to be an interesting discussion yeah i'm assuming that's what that note references but but hey bruce can't. willis big question here okay yes wasn't he blonde in die hard <laughs> i think he was sort of brunette mm i was like he definitely had different colored hair yo i think it was bleached in this wasn't it yeah, maybe that's what I so meant. Maybe I it was the it's other way. To be futuristic. Um, that's what we'll look like in the future. We've all got bleached hair, and we're cool like that. It's not like know. the aviators. We've all got bleached hair instead. Yeah, exactly. That's okay. What the future that makes is. more sense. Yeah, bleached hair and flying cars because that's a thing. Like he drives a flying taxi. Well, this is set 
So the the opening scene in Egypt was 1914. Yeah. Was that that was when that opening scene was set? Oh, I remember it now. The weird aliens like from Among Us. They came in and they got trapped in the Egypt thing. Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay, I'm with you now. And Took then, a little bit. And then it jumps to 300 years later. So that's we're not talking future now. We're talking future in probably another 150 years. So flying cars not okay. completely unachievable. I don't think so. No. I'd like to be optimistic. I don't yeah. think we'll see them in our lifetime, but I'd like to think that our like that like Ali will one day have drive a, flying car. a flying car. Maybe. 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 Yeah, let's let's get back no, to that one. Aren't they already having issues with these like the Teslas the, the self-driving and self-driving cars? Yeah, I don't know yeah. if we should be flying or And the batteries cars. and yeah. Ooh, it's yeah, look, we'll good, see. Probably not so. a good move. Yeah. Um the poor aliens. Poor guys. They're just there trying to, you know, protect some things. And then he gets bloody locked away in Egypt for years. Is he dead? Can they live through that? Do they need food? Well, I think at the end of the movie, they go back to that temple. And I, I don't think that alien was there. So so what happened to him? He just disappeared. That's a good question. Did he evaporate over 300 years? Yeah. Just, I, I don't know. know. That's a really good question. Thank you. That wasn't on my notes. I just came from that. Yes. Yeah. Ah, see? Yeah, very Look good. at me go. Very good. Look at you paying attention. Sometimes. <laughs> Um, so what's with the blue sparkly people? Why are they so different? Like all of, are they the same race or are they different varieties of alien? Which blue sparkly people? I don't know. I've got a note here that says blue sparkly people. (laughs) (laughs) I I think there are all different alien races. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. So you've got those ones that can shape shift. Yeah. And they were turning the big ugly monster things. Yeah. 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 So yeah. So there's all different races of aliens, I would assume. Okay, that makes sense. But I don't remember blue sparkly people. No. Okay, no, that's all right. It's on my list. One of the questions I do have is what year was this movie made? 1997. Okay, all right. So I was trying to figure out like graphics wise, is it good or is it bad? It's pretty good. It's not bad. It's, it's not you know, bad. for a 90s movie. It could have been a lot worse. I'm just Some of the other movies that came out in 1997, a lot of movies that we actually have on our list to watch. Yep. You have Batman and Robin, which we talked about a couple of weeks ago in Batman Returns, which yep. is on Poison Ivy. That was that year. Men in Black. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first Men in Black was 1997. Mm-hmm. Jurassic Park 2, The Lost World. Oh, one that we have done on this podcast, Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Oh, same was year. No, same year. Okay, sequel. so this was much better than that was. Look, everything was much better than that was. But Look, you're not wrong. Spawn as well, which is another sort of comic book movie that didn't have great special effects. Volcano. It was a year of special effects sort of laden movies. So mm. movies that are just on that, movies that came out that year that you have seen. Yep. Austin Powers, International Man of Mysteries. So Austin Powers, number one. Oh, yes. Yep. Anastasia. <gasps> The animated Anastasia. movie, which was part of our first dance at our wedding. It was that, beautiful. That was that year. Of course, Mortal Kombat Annihilation, like I said, was that year as well. As I said, oh, there's a lot of movies. 1997 is like, like 1992 in the fact that there's a lot of movies that came out that year that are on our list of movies to watch for this podcast. Okay. Okay. But we all know the standout Hercules. 19- Ooh, Hercules. Disney's Hercules was 1997. Flubber. Oh, I loved Flubber. That there was a great go. movie. That was that was nineteen ninety. So, and that special effects and that obviously very good as well. Yeah, so absolutely, very it's impressive. Sort of uh, this movie's still pretty good yeah. for its time, considering the subject matter. Pretty good. Not bad at all. Not yeah. bad. Love that it's the Resident Evil chick because I don't know her name. And I thought you would, Mila Djokovic. Yes. Uh, Jovovich. And I thought you would because I know that's a way to get you enthralled in a movie is if I like a character if you like an actor or an actress because let's be honest you don't know many actors or actresses no so if I know them and I like them that's a big tick this is the first time when I was told you I was watching Mr. and Mrs. Smith 
with Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt one afternoon, you said, oh, isn't that the cricket player? I still think he's a cricket player. I still think everyone else is in denial. <sighs> well, Brad Pitt might enjoy a game of cricket, <laughs> but I doubt it. Um, so finding movies that have characters that might actually draw you in is always a, something that's in the back of my mind when we yeah. do these movies. Absolutely, because uh, I love the Resident Evil. The, the what? The Resident Evil? Resident Evils. <laughs> The Resident Evil movies. You do, which says great. a little bit about your movie taste as well. So, oh. But yeah, I, I thought that might have drawn you in. It, it seems to it's, have... It worked. Bit, it might have kind of... Didn't you overall, did it? No. no, no. But she's great. I love her. She's great. Um, so, okay. They're in his weird little apartment-y thing, if you can call it that. So yeah. what's the dealio there? So he's a taxi driver. Is that like... So is that an apartment? Is that what you would yeah, call it? it's like an apartment building. It's like... He's been to jail and it's an outhouse. That's what the future's going to be like, Jordy. We're all going to live in high-rise apartments like that. But there's no space in there. That's there's, The world's overpopulated. We've all got to live somewhere. Well, I'm going to go to jail instead. If, sure, it's probably more If that's more what the move. apartments are like, can you imagine what their jails are like? Oh, yeah, good point. Yeah. Anyway, that's not what my question was. Um, so my thing was, where did the policeman go? Was it the police that like got shoved in the fridge? Oh, the army guy when he... Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that was a bit of a... I was like, oh, did he forget about them? Like he's done talking to all these people and people have gone. And then he does eventually open it back up and they're like frozen. And I was like, oh, well, that answers that question. Yeah. And I think you see that like when he pushes the captain under the bed. Yes. And it auto wraps the bed. Yep. I think that's sort of how those apartments are designed to look is the fact that they're very space-savvy and yeah, 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 yeah. So it very looks small, but very futuristic, all that yeah. sort of stuff. And, and all stuff like we have handy to look stuff. Forward to, yeah. I'm sure. Maybe. We'll see. Ugh. So this one was, look, I didn't write a lot of notes for this movie. There's probably only four to go. Which is interesting because normally when you don't write a lot of notes, it means the movie sucked you in. Yeah, I don't think it did. I think I was just like, oh, my God, you need to pay attention or it's going to make it worse for you. Well, it's... Because <laughs> then I'd miss another plot point and I'd be like, what in the world is going on? What is happening? I don't get Which it. Which really worries me when it comes to watching some serious movies. Like, when we mm. come to watching movies like Fight Club and The Sixth Sense, I'm really worried how you're going to go with that sort of stuff. I would be too because you know my reading taste. Especially Fight I could Club because something... there's a lot of stuff you can't miss in that. See, I could pick something that's really nice and works my brain. I'm not going to. Give me a basic bitch read. Like, same with movies. <laughs> basic bitch. Don't need to think. Just sit there. Let it happen. That was great. What a good time. Let's do that again. This was not a good time. <laughs> this was a, oh my God, you're going to miss something. Shit, I just wrote a note. What did I miss? Where are we at? Why is there some blue bloody alien chick singing on a stage? Where did she come from? Is she important? No, she's dead. <laughs> well, she that was the whole movie. <laughs> no, she was important because she had the stones. She, yeah, She yeah, had the, the five element stones and that's why she was important because she was delivering them to Lilu. Yeah. That's, so she was important. Okay, so she was important, but that's pretty much the entire plot of the story. What? The blue chick sings no, and she dies. I feel like that's the only thing you seem to remember from the movie. That's not the plot of the... That's, no. Okay, so let's talk about the radio bloke. Okay. Because he was the same. I was like, why have they just put some random radio bloke in here? I know he's won a holiday or whatever, but why is the radio bloke here? I what is his significance? he is the comedic relief. I think he's supposed to be. Good, because I liked him. You liked him? Yeah, he was great. He was a little bit funny. 
He was a little bit like, oh, yeah, I'm here for a good time. That role originally supposed to be played by Prince as well. Huh. But Prince turned it down because he thought the role was too effeminate. That's coming really? from Prince. From Prince. It's coming from Prince. Wow. So, because that I think that would have been an interesting. Again, Prince is an actor in his own right, not just a singer. And yes. Purple Rain is on our list of movies to watch because mm-hmm. um, there's a few musicals in there as well. Because I know you like a musical. We do. But this movie would have been very different tonally, I think, if Prince had played that role because I don't think he would have gone as big as Chris Tucker did. No, but I like that with Chris very, Tucker. Yeah, it was a very big, big performance. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. See, I'd love that. Which it needed to be. That that role needed to be, I guess. So Yeah. And I kind of wrote a note where I was like, is he necessary? And then by the end of it, I was like, actually, I love him. And he made it better for me. I'm glad that something salvaged this movie for you. Yes. Not a lot. Him and Redhead Chick, basically. Okay. So I'm really confused with the plane taking off. Yeah. I don't know. That's all I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming a plane took off. That was where they were going to the cruise planet. See, this is taking way too much effort to remember. And the plane was taking off and the radio guy was having sex with the stewardess. I think that's what you're probably thinking of. Uh, Knowing you being the seedy person you're turning into in this podcast. Probably. And there's about three different plot points all revolving around. So, See, that's why I was confused. So they were trying to sneak. So the priest and his... Little helper, we're trying to sneak onto the plane with Lelou, pretending to be Bruce Willis. That's right, yes. Then Bruce Willis rocks up and says, oh, thanks for holding my ticket. I'm the real guy. Boom, yep. let's go. Yeah. Then the two alien races that are trying to get on that ship as well to try and steal the stones. That's right. They're also pretending to be him, and that's they all get arrested. And the radio guy was the one who was having the sexy times. Yes. Okay, yeah. So the, And that's the thing with this movie. There does tend to be a couple of plots going on at any one time. That's so why it is a bit harder, hard. I think. It's not just the one plot happening there is and it's really easy to follow all different characters have little stories all going on all all at once and you have to be like so into it and know exactly what's happening why yeah yeah why you struggled to keep up with some of it okay so it's not just me it's literally they've just got all of these little bits and pieces you're trying to take in yeah yeah i love the redhead fighting the monsters yeah that was a really cool scene i love really cool scenes and i think going back to the blue alien chick yes that fight scene scored with her Mm-hmm. Opera performance, and that was her performing that as well. Yes. Yeah. Interesting side note: the Blue Opera chick. Yep. Is actually the director's wife. Really. Until they started filming this, and Ooh. then he hooked up with Mila Jovovich and left. What? <laughs> yeah. That's a bit awkward. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> That's so on. Yeah. So How do you reckon the movie, like, when they went, what's the thing called where you go and the movie is like, whoa, it's a movie and there's a red carpet event. The The premiere. premiere. Yeah. How do you think that would have went down? Very awkwardly. Surely she wouldn't have went, but she had such an impressive scene. I mean, she was the plot of the movie. Well, so he'd originally cast another actress, but she dropped out, so he put his wife in there. Yeah. Um, Was it her singing? uh, I don't know. I'm going to assume if it's just his wife, I'm going to assume Probably not. Because otherwise he would have cast her in that role straight away. Yes. But yeah, they, they married at the end of 1997. Yep. Got divorced two years later after he directed her in another movie, uh, mm. The Messenger, the story of Joan of Arc, which came out in 1999. Yeah. But yeah, it would have been a very awkward red Oof. carpet. Yeah. Considering the Blue Alien, as you've so succinctly pointed out, was sort of like the star of the movie, that Basically. one little scene. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit awkward. Yeah. So my last 
kind of note that I had here was surely they are having premature celebrations. So I feel like they were really happy and celebrating and then the shit hit the fan. Oh, maybe that's the bad guy. Yes. Uh, yep. When he's leaving because he thinks he's got the stones and he's all excited yes. and then he opens up the case and realize, so he goes back and then the bomb goes off and yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then people hit the fan. Oh, it's space. So I don't know if they, well, they all, all the people evacuated apart from the bad guys, <laughs> all the, all the normal people evacuated. Yeah. Well, that's true. That's true. Yeah, I thought you would have had more notes, but as you said, yeah, trying you to, had to pay a lot of attention. You were trying to pay a lot of attention. Yeah, but you weren't a fan by the sounds of these notes. Like it was, mm, well, just just because it was confusing, or more because you didn't like the idea or the plot. If if it had been a simpler plot, yeah, like if the priest and all those guys hadn't have been part of it, if it had have just been Bruce Willis get the stones, bad guy. Yeah, then it would have been way different. And I think the thing is now that I've watched it once, again, like some of the other movies we've said, if I watched it a second time, I think I'd appreciate it more yeah. and I'd enjoy it more. But the first time, yeah, it just, just took a lot, lot of to brain take. Like power. if you'd gone to the cinema to see this, it would have... Oh, would have I would have been going. disappointed. Yeah. yeah. But that's it. Like, I think, yeah, definitely if I watched it a second time, I think I would like it more. Are you sure? I don't know. I don't want to watch it again. <laughs> That's more what I was getting at, Laura. I was going to say, if I sit down with you to watch this again, would you watch this again? I just feel like you wouldn't. I would tell you that I would watch it again and three minutes in, I would be snoring my head off. <laughs> <laughs> that part, I absolutely believe. Yeah. So when the blue alien appears, mm. just referencing her again, because I've got a few notes on her. Told you, she's um, the plot point, like the main plot. The stunned fat look on everybody's faces when she walks on stage is because nobody had actually seen her in makeup. Ah. So no one knew what the diva was actually going to look like until they saw her in character as the Blue Skindalian when she walked onto that stage. That's kind of cool. Which is kind of cool, I think, that... And the other thing, which I'm guessing you probably didn't notice because you were no. trying to pay attention to anything else, the hero, Bruce Willis... Yes. ...and the villain, Gary Oldman... Yep. ...don't actually share any screen time. Now, we talked about really? this in Batman Returns yeah. a couple of weeks ago, how it took like it an took hour and 20 ages. minutes before Batman and Penguin came face to face. Yep. They actually don't come face to face at all in this movie. So, how does that even work? Well, it worked. It obviously worked, but you didn't notice it because they're, they're I guess their motivations were tied, but they didn't Never have to actually in the fight. same room. Yeah. yeah. Mm. No, that's interesting. That's a good point. So, it cost $90 million to make. Oh, my God. It was the costliest film made up to that point by a non-American production company because it was made by a French studio. Yeah. It earned back $264 million worldwide. $200 million of that came from moviegoers outside North America, so $64 million in America. Uh, held the record as the most globally successfully, uh, successful French-produced movie until The Untouchables in 2011. Wow. So, look, it was an expensive movie. Do French people do movies? Is that how it kept the award for so long? Yeah, French movies. French people do lots of movies. Oh, really? Well, every country in the world does movies. That's like saying, does Australia make movies? Australia makes lots of movies. Yeah. Every country the in the ones world with makes dingoes. movies. What is it? Red Dog. It's Australian. There's a lot of other Australian <laughs> movies apart from Red Dog. <laughs> is that the only Australian movie you can think of? I want to say Water for Elephants, but Australia, we don't have a lot of elephants. Is that what it's called? The one with Nicole Kidman. She's Australian. Is that an Australian movie? <laughs> no? This is what we're dealing with. <laughs> I know, guys. This is ridiculous. Like, yeah. But yeah, okay. Well, that, that, I, I knew you probably... Crocodile w- Dundee. 
Okay. Sorry, Australian movies. Yeah, no. I'm off Fifth Element already. No, that's okay. I wasn't sure that you would like. I thought Mila Jovovich might have sucked you in a little bit, but yeah, you're right. It is a very like you have to really, really pay attention to know what. But going even on. her character was confusing at the start. Where did she like? I kind of get where she came from, but how? Okay, is it- so you know the big aliens from Egypt at the start, the one yes. that got stuck. Yeah, she was one of them. So how did she turn into a person? Because they had the hand. And that little machine they had at the start reconstructs DNA. That's why it was making her. Oh. But why didn't it just make the big alien? Because it was in the robot suit. So but it's people in the robot suit. So well, it's not an alien. If, I don't know if they're people, but it reconstructs DNA. So maybe they You're are confusing humans. me even more. My well, brain the, the hurts. The movie is confusing me. So <laughs> See, it's not just me. It's not just you. The more you think about it, the more confusing it is. It is. But it is, it's a very nice movie to look at. No, it's not. It is. It's a very pretty movie. And that's what Luke Besson, the director, <laughs> makes good. Like He uh, also did recently, it was uh, uh, Valerian and the... City of a Thousand Planets, Valeria in the City of a Thousand something. It was a couple of years ago, but it was another movie that didn't do very well at the box office, but yep. it looked stunning. It was one of those sort of Avatar movies that okay. they look really pretty, but the, the storyline's crazy Did and Did this boring. one look pretty? For a, for the nineties, for a space, yeah, movie, true. I guess, good. I guess it was all right. Like it, it was, was not pretty, bad. You know, the you know the special effects were pretty. The flying cool. car and stuff were pretty cool. All that sort of stuff. It was pretty cool. And the yeah. space effects and stuff. So this was be a short episode this week because I don't have much more to say about it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a little bit awkward, but all right. Uh, I'm a little bit hesitant hesitant to ask, but what would you rate the Fifth Element out of five, Johnny? I'm still going to give it a two because okay. I didn't completely. Okay completely hate it and like I said if I thought like you know if it was an easier plot line or I thought it made more sense then it would have been higher but two okay if you took out the scene of the the blue alien singing and her fighting the aliens during that scene what would the rating have been then 0.5 there you go because I knew you liked that scene <laughs> would you watch a sequel to no. the fifth element no, you I don't think I would. Well, you're in luck because there, there was is, no sequel. Oh, I think that God. Valerian movie is maybe the closest you would get to it. Oh, no. Which I've only ever seen bits of. Maybe that's a movie we can both do at the same Ooh, time. Oh, that could be interesting. Mm. Both of our thoughts. Yes, potentially. So, mm. Well, that's uh, wrapped up a very short episode today. Really short episode. Sorry, but it was – that's – yeah. That's right. Well, we're going to uh, next week, I think, dive into a bit of action – Yes, we love um, some action. Just not sci-fi action, just straight up natural disaster action. Woo! I think might uh, be a bit more of a I need flavor. something to perk me the up. Interesting, the one we're going to do next week, and I don't want to give it away yet, but uh, again, a lot of these movies that we've started with are personal favourites of mine. Yes. Uh, the one we're doing next week is a movie that I can recite word for word. Uh, Thank you for not doing that when I watched it. Well, that's deliberately why I left the room. Didn't watch it with you. Yes, uh, because I didn't want to do that to you. Yeah, but I did come down halfway through your viewing of it Mm -hmm. and noticed you hadn't made a lot of notes. So I'm interested, intrigued to see. Anyway, that'll be next week. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to uh, subscribe. Give us a rating as well. Shoot those five stars up, whether you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you're listening, rate the show so it does get a bit higher and get get a few more listens out there and uh, we might even try and get a couple of special guests on. Ooh, that could be I reckon moving fun. forward for a few episodes. There's a few episodes coming up that I wouldn't mind bringing in uh, a couple of friends 
to have a chat about with it. Yeah, I like Just, it. So we, we might make that happen as well. But this has been It's About Time You Watch This. We will talk to you again next week. 